0: What?
1: We are back at Max's. It is rocking and a rolling. People are looking at jewelry, picking up chocolate. During the break, I had a delicious minty piece of chocolate that I... Oh, was it this? Yes. Oh. It's very delicious. It's like a dark chocolate on the bottom, a white chocolate on the top, and then it has little candy minties. Um, it's like a fancy. Andy's it's like mint. a. It's like a. It's like a peppermint bark bar. Very nice. Peppermint All right. Pepp- so before the break, we had a caller call in that wanted to know of a non-trendy spot to go in Stillwater, <laughs> and I I got gotcha. you. I got a couple of ideas. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah.
1: Okay, I'll start, and then Steph, you can add on. Okay. First, I want to say Phil's Terra Hideaway. Okay. okay. This is like a little log cabin. It's on the side of, I want to say, Highway 96 on the right-hand side. It is yes. weird because it used to be like a steakhouse, and then a, a family owned it, and they specialize in Greek food. So it's like yeah. this amazing Greek menu, but also amazing steaks, too. Yes. And small and quaint. There's a bar in the middle of the room, and it feels like you just got off your snowmobile and yeah. pulled up. It's real cute. Bill's Tara Hideaway.
0: And that one is kind of above, but, you know, like above the downtown area. But if you want to go straight downtown, I mean, there is a place called Brick and Bourbon, which is there's a couple of those across the metro. This is uh, but this was the one that opened there. And it's very much like burgers. And it's, you know, it's got like steaks and like they've got tater tots and stuff. So it's not fancy. It is. And it's not like super trendy in that way. It's very tavern fair but it's also kind of special
1: i think i had a smoky yes old-fashioned
0: they do wonderful smoked uh boozy drinks which is also you know maybe not necessarily uh you know that way there's something there's uh so the 40 45th parallel distillery has a little outpost and the place that it is is called uh oh god Stillwater proper and that is uh, such a great little... I, I've been there a couple times. Joe Aylens, the guy who owns Lolita yep. and everything else. Those guys own that place. And I got to say that that one has just sort of really uh, impressed me. And we've had just a really great time every time I've gone there. I've stopped there like three or four times on my way
1: to and from somewhere. Okay. So, can I tell you one other place? Yeah. There's Stillwater I'm proper. fairly certain it's in Stillwater and you'll know when I say it. Okay. No Neck Tonys. Yeah, that's there. Okay, no nectonies in Stillwater. It is basically a karaoke bar with food. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. They have these Bloody Marys that have all the accoutrements and they have unique accoutrements. Yeah. They won a Bloody Mary contest a couple years ago before the pandemic that I judged. And they're just fun and it's kind of dive bar y and it's no nectonies. And. The final one, if you want just really no
0: frills at all, is Freight House. You know what? Freight House is not going to be anything like specially crafted. You're going to get chicken tenders. You're going to get a quesadilla. You're going to know exactly what it is. But I'll just say that they have good beer. They've got a great vibe. People go there and have a great
1: time. And you can look out at the lake. Yeah.
0: So there you go. Or the river,
1: as it were. Not a lake.
0: Yes, not a lake. (laughs) A big, big lake. You know that big thing? Yeah. All right. Guess what time it is. It's time for top two in our two.
1: Giving the old no, one, two. Two, one two. And now the weekly dish presents. Top two, top two. The top two.
0: Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two. With him, with him. All right, so we're going to talk about a couple things we love in honor of Valentine's Day because we love things. Uh, go ahead, why don't you go ahead with your first one?
1: I podcasted with someone a couple weeks ago, and the podcast just posted on Wednesday. Her name's Vanessa Drews, oh, and she has Cheesecake, cheesecake Funk. funk. I love her. She is a delight. She was a person who was a paralegal and loved making cheesecake and she'd bring it into work. And over time, she was able to leave her paralegal job and full-time be making cheesecakes. I think I first heard Elizabeth Reese talk about this. She's got one that is a banana cream cheesecake. So it's the delicious cheesecake base. Then she has sliced bananas on top of that and then mounds of whipped cream on top of that. Okay. She got the name Cheesecake Funk literally from Prince because she was uh, working at Paisley Park and she would be serving these cheesecakes and he invited people to come out to a listening party one night and said, and while you're here, get some of that cheesecake funk. And she was like, oh, oh that's yeah. me. That's me. I'm the cheesecake funk. Yeah. So it was really fun to podcast with her. She's now got a spot in the Marriott Southwest. And you could order a cheesecake yeah. for Valentine's Day from Vanessa. She's got tons of flavors. She's a big fan of the show, too. So we love oh, that. Oh, good. I'm know? so glad. I yeah. didn't even ask her about any of that. I just, she was really... A really nice person, and I just thought her cheesecakes look delightful. Cheesecakefunk.com. And she's, yeah, she's a wonderful entrepreneur to support.
0: Um, okay, my first one is going to be you and I were actually we're at a dinner together this week. We were at uh, Stories Behind the Menu, and we were lucky enough to have the food of Mr. Mateo Macby, who owns Crew Restaurant with his life partner, Aaron, up uh, in St. Saint Cloud, Jordan. St. Joseph? St. Joseph, right? Yeah, yeah. St. Joseph. Right? right and st cloud area and i just want to say like that's worth a trip you guys like that is some new orleans cooking up in you know just up 94 and i gotta tell you like stopping at crew k-r-e-w-e is just it would be an outstanding idea for a little bit of a mini road trip a little get out of town go do something different go have some red beans and rice because it was so good oh my god so delicious
1: and that bread pudding. I can't oh, stop thinking Aaron. about that. Erin is a, yes. a baker. She has a place called Flower and Flower next mm-hmm. door to Crew. It's flowers and,
0: like as in petals yes. and bakeries. So it's so smart. Which
1: is amazing. Like, why don't more people do that? Anyway, she had this bread pudding of life that I, I, this was, I am having a week of brutal honesty. <laughs> We're in the middle of like finishing this piece of bread pudding. I shout out at this dinner. Is there another piece, please? Oh, my God. And the lady heard me and she was like, sure. And she handed me another piece. And then I was like watching all the other people around me as I'm housing my second piece of bread pudding thinking, well, that was rude. Yeah.
0: Who are you? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Who are you? It was
1: just that kind of a week. You know, I needed two pieces of bread pudding and I ate them. Okay. But yeah, I had the forethought as I was on the second piece. Just like, oh, wow, that was great. Okay.
0: God, you're going to be the most interesting 80-year-old woman. I'm just telling you right now. For sure. I just sort of want to have you to have like a little disclaimer. Like people will have life, you know, those life things (laughs) Ah, on their necklaces. Life lock. Yeah. But you're just going to say, watch out. I am brutally honest.
1: (laughs) Brutal. brutal." Because you become more of yourself. Yeah. Uh Oh. Okay. All right. What's your second one? Okay. I had a great old fashion at Kaluna. And it was in this beautiful, elegant little glass, and it wasn't super burny, and it was a little smoky, but not too much, almost bright. Yeah. And I was like, hey, what kind of whiskey did you use in there? Because I don't drink Old Fashions very often, and you know I like Maker's Mark, but it was Dinord Mixed Blood Whiskey. Yeah. And it was super smooth and almost citrusy and bright. It was so great. For an Old Fashioned, it was garnished with a dried piece of um, grapefruit. Yeah. Just simple. Loved. Yeah. So good. So
0: good. Mm -hmm. Love that one. Um okay so the my second one is going to be the other thing I did last weekend after I got home from Fargo like literally within the hour um <clears throat> I went to Iron Bartender. And so I was uh one of the judging panel that we've, we have we kind of crowned the top bartenders and this is a local, you know, contest between and it's very insidery. It's very much like the bar community with each other, you know, doing this kind of thing and it's kind of fun and it came down to uh you know a cocktail And it was the final round and they had based, they had picked the secret ingredient based on me. Like each of the judges, it was Megan Lutke. Hers was the first one, you know, and Yevang was the second one and he brought the umami salt and they picked, um, cheese, you guys. Oh, Cheese. Manchego or Marchego as Sus called it. It was the secret ingredient for this cocktail. And I felt so bad because like, how do you make a drink out of cheese? But I'm going to tell you this. They actually did a really great job. And the winning team was P.S. Steak. And I have to tell you that they just knocked it out of the park. They made a Manhattan that had the Manchego incorporated into the whiskey drink and it was there, but not there. And I'm not saying go ask them for a Manchego, please don't. (laughs) Manhattan. I already feel bad enough as it is, but I gotta tell you that that is a challenging, I mean, that's a final drink that you should basically have as like, that's a challenge. And they really, really nailed it. I mean, I'm gonna put it this way. Each of them had to make two drinks and they the the one of the drinks they made was absolutely horrible <laughs> but but the other drink was really great and the other team and I want to say it was 801 chop house I think um they had uh they had this drink that was like crazy enough it was like it was like the best iteration of a cheese as a drink not just within the drink but it was like cheese but not cheese it was crazy huh it was insane but I gotta shout it out to you know the 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 team from PSA because they really
1: nailed it. Eight hundred one Chop House might be a good place for Valentine's Day too because yeah. it's a little off the beaten path on four ninety four, so they might have some reservations still. Um, eight
0: hundred one Chop House. Oh, is downtown. I'm
1: sorry, I'm thinking. Yeah. Bloomington Chop House. Yeah,
0: that's a different one. But eight hundred one okay. is downtown. Try that, try also, that too. Yeah. yeah, they're right off of Nicollet. They took. They went into the old uh, Barnes and Noble space. In
1: yes, Derek. they did, and they opened right before the pandemic, so yeah. I think there are still people that aren't a hundred percent aware that that's there.
0: Yeah. I think there's a lot There's They have some super fans and uh, you know, then they have some people who are like, you know, I'd have a couple of friends, uh, Jeff and Rob who go all the time, like once a week oh wow they go once a week yeah,
1: yeah that's a lot of super fandom they're
0: super fans yeah
1: so there it is um this week i stopped by a couple places on the west side we have a little time Wait, here we have like one minute one minute okay i stopped by brookie's oh the yeah fish market yeah 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 i also stopped by west side market and wine yeah. shop and Good. they have a sandwich named after you they do. <laughs> which is a very <laughs> cheesy sandwich that i ate and i was like oh, oh stephanie march Steph has her march own sandwich that's so cool cheese. And then I stopped by um, Angel Food Bakery and I had a cup of coffee, talked with them a little about Frio Frio that will open as the weather gets a little bit warmer here in the spring. They have cocktails back there. Oh, do you know know that. Yeah, they have
0: cocktails, popsicle cocktails. We'll talk about that this
1: spring. Okay.
0: We'll have Katie on when they launch. Yeah,
1: it'd be great. It was just fun to, you know, I'm trying to discover the West Side, Stephanie. I'm
0: with you. (laughs) I'm with you. All right, right. you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We've got Wing Tech and Super Bowl recipes to come, you guys setting you up for snacking the best way this is the weekly dish on my talk 1071. we we're live at max's we'll see you in a bit
1: stay with me girl rest your head here and i'll hold you so tight
0: when morning fitness resolutions fade your pillow gives you pillow
1: talk hit that snooze button exercise tomorrow I'm here for you now.
0: Don't listen to him. Join the YMCA and get top-notch fitness coaches who can hold you accountable.
1: Baby, don't let me
0: down. Stop the pillow talk. Mm-hmm. Buy a one-month membership and get another month you know free. I mean, Learn more at YMCANorth.org. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Weekly Dish on my talk 107.1. We are broadcasting live out in St. Louis Park at Max's, where you can find jewelry and chocolate in abundance come from a place of abundance 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 you can also if you guys if you pop by just letting you know you can put your name in a box and register to win over sixty dollars worth of the highest quality chocolate i swear to god anywhere we've got almond toffee we've got a chocolate valentine bar with dried rose petals and raspberries we've got uh chocolate coconut marzipan bar all the good things are in this bag that you can just win for coming in and just putting your name in a box it's a pretty, pretty easy and you don't have to be here to win you you can come in you can throw your name in and then shop around and then if you got to go you got to go
1: I have the true north cabin cookbook here I have been signing a couple in between so go ahead and take a look at that okay, okay. Stephanie yeah it's wing talk
0: it's wing talk we're talking it wings. is wing talk
1: okay if you look at my Pinterest page yeah and you know, does anybody still do Pinterest nope. anymore? <laughs> yeah, I know. But I do have 36 chicken recipes saved there okay. in a on a board. Okay. Um, I was looking the other day. I was like, wait a second. I remember that sticky wing. And I went and looked. And okay, we've talked about this once before. They still call them like Asian sticky wings. I don't even know if that's politically correct anymore. But... There is a sticky wing there okay. that has soy sauce and some oyster sauce and kind of some Asian-y, gingery flavors. Okay. So that is an instant, um, not an instant pot, it's a slow cooker wing because it's kind of wet and sticky. Okay. Obviously. Which
0: I don't love those. We know that. Yeah, I... I get it. Like, and everyone who, like, I'm not saying it's just a personal preference. Sure. But I absolutely can see that those are like poundable. Like you want to eat a lot of those. Yeah, You know what I mean?
1: Okay. So the actual day of the Super Bowl is when? Is su- tomorrow. Sunday. Tomorrow. Okay, so here's it. A- <laughs> <laughs> can you tell I'm not a sports ball girl? Yeah. I only like the Super Bowl for the anthem. Yeah. The flyover. Re-animal. The commercials. The halftime. Yeah. And then I'm out. But
0: that's a lot of it. I just. That's a I, lot of it. You I do actually com- like it.
1: I do computing during the game part. Well, it's great. You can have chats and you can do computing. Yeah. You and can I, work. I make the food. Uh-huh. Okay. For your chicken wings, there is a really important piece of tech that needs to happen today. Okay. Here's what you do. If you you're get-
0: buying raw chicken wings. Yep. You saying. get
1: your wings. Okay. You got your wings. You put them in a paper bag. You add a quarter cup of flour. You add your wing seasoning, whether you're using garlic salt, maybe you're using cayenne pepper or whatever. Maybe you're using Heather's Dirty Goodness. Maybe I, in this case, I used 14 spice. Maybe you're using whatever your seasoning is. Right. Put that a tablespoon minimum also with the flour in the bag. How
0: many chicken wings are we talking? Let's just, I mean. A what? pound. Oh, okay, thank you. So about 12. Okay.
1: Then you add a tablespoon of either cornstarch or you can use baking powder, either or. Okay. Put this in your bag.
0: Baking shake your powder, bag. powder, not soda. Not soda, powder. powder. I just like to always make sure that we all...
1: Yeah, because up. if you use soda, the wings are going to not taste great. Oh, great. Powder. Powder. Shake your bag with all your wings. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake so it. So shake
0: and bake is yes. what you're saying. But,
1: but not bake. Not bake, because then you lay your wings out on a sheet pan. Okay. And you're they're kind of craggy. They've got little flour paste stuck to them, sure. some seasonings on them. Put that in the refrigerator overnight. Oh, That is the magic of wings. Okay. Whether you are air frying, whether you are oven baking, whatever your method of cooking is, besides instant potting, because that's going to be a steaming (laughs) yucky mess. That's a mess. You want to do this with your wings overnight so that you are drying out the skin. Yes. Because it's the drying out of the skin that's going to give you that crispy wing at home. Got it. You are not frying wings at home. You can, but I don't like to because I don't want all that fryer oil in my house. Right. But these are for crispy, delicious baked wings or air fryer wings. Okay. So you have to do that today because you want to set them up overnight. And then the next day, all you do is, let's say you want to bake. You put it at 400 degrees. You put the, the, in the oven for 30 minutes. Take them out, flip them over. Another like five minutes. Okay. Take them out. Yep. Dip them in your sauce. Okay. So if you're doing a buffalo and butter, maybe you're doing a barbecue, whatever your sauce. You might not even be using sauce, in which case you just keep kind of flipping back and forth. Yeah. I don't use sauce. Well, put I'm them back it. in. Put them back in. If you want a double sauce, because I like a buffalo wing, and that first round of sauce really gets sucked into the skin. It makes skin. it a little bit uh it's got a little like shellacky. yeah so then i do another i take them out about five ten minutes later you're gonna cook the wings total for about 45 to 50 minutes and so i just keep dip, i dip them i put them back on the pan. 45
0: to 50 minutes
1: depending on the size of the wing yeah if you i like them more well done i don't like a flaccid chewy but, bloody so, the,
0: No, no no but i mean my question is this is because they are so small like are you drying the meat out because like no oh okay
1: they're still i i they're just not made too, these like this week. Okay. okay all
0: right that's no nope. maybe it's because of like the marinating or maybe it's, i just feel like if you did like like they're so usually the meat is not so not so much so like an hour of cooking to me makes me feel like it would well but i do fatty. about 45
1: minutes okay so that so, would be the flats if you've got a lot of drummies i think you go a little more
0: Okay, and I you guys I don't know. I'm just like I seriously don't know. I just
1: made these this week. Okay, also air fryer. You can do 20 25 minutes. Okay, because it's a confection. It's a smaller surface. It's a smaller heating environment. I you know, I did a thing where I made air fryer wings and I made oven baked wings and I had Jason decide which one he thought came from the air fryer. Yeah. He got it wrong Uh because when you make them in the oven, they're equally like the air fryer is just an oven that has more air. Right. Yeah. You know, it's circulation. But I guarantee if you would have actually
0: deep fried those, you would be able to tell. Correct. But still like you don't have to go out and buy a
1: specific, what you're saying, you don't have to go out and buy a specific gadget to get the air fried. And people are like, air fryer wings are the way to go. Sure, if you have an air fryer, yeah, it's great. But if you don't have an air fryer and you just want to cook wings in your oven, you can get them crispy and you can get them so that they're like restaurant quality. You just need to dry out the skin. Yeah. Yeah. And get it so that it's prepped. Commitment. Commitment, people. Also, let's just talk about salad and side ranch dressings, blue cheese dressings. (laughs) Oh, okay. If you're going to buy ranch and you're in a hurry and you buy a bottle of ranch, that's great. Cut it with a little pickle juice. Cut it with a little lemon juice. Maybe some plain yogurt. That ranch on its own is too sweet. You need to give it a little more oomph to like give your wing a good compliment. Okay. Also, Salad Girl has a ranch, which works great Great. if you want to go with the blue cheese route you can start with a ranch or even a blue cheese or just add some blue cheese you don't have to get real fancy yeah
0: fresh and blue cheese equals blue cheese dressing
1: yeah cream mayonnaise yogurt just kind of a sour cream buttermilk. You can really use all these different things. Also, I like um instead of buying ranch dressing ever, I buy the seasoning. Yeah. And then I can control how I'm making my own ranch at home. Yeah. And the pickle juice is a hidden tip in these dressings. It really it gives it a little acid that works great with the chicken wing. Uh yeah. So this is my wing tech. Okay. I actually made wings for my neighbors who had a baby. I'm bringing them soup, bread, and then wings and some game day snacks. (laughs) I know it's weird. It's very weird. But I was like, well, I have all these wings and they're going to need game day snacks because they just had a baby. Mm -hmm. All they have to do is heat them up in the oven. I think that's hysterical, but you know what I probably would be like, sweet. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, it'll be non traditional. Like, Everyone just, else is bringing lasagna. No, I bring wings you're and like, soup. Here's some wings. Yep. Oh, and some soup. <laughs> and I have like a little snack mix. What a kind of mix that what we kind we of made. soup did you make for um, it? Um wild rice. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's think, what they're getting. I think I love the idea of
0: like wings as a garnish for wild rice soup. <laughs> that kind of works out. It does. It does. All right, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we're going to talk some more Super Bowl oh, recipes. Yeah. We've got some good stuff coming up, so stay tuned. We're out here at Max's in uh, St. Louis Park. Come down and visit us. we got chocolate. We'll be right back. Uh-huh. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on my Talk One. We are here at Max's, and we are so excited. There's a lot of people coming in and saying hi. Hopefully, they're registering for the $60 worth of good chocolate. Good I hope- chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. I hope you take your chocolate <laughs> and you just take it into your car and eat it. That's what I feel like. I feel like don't share your chocolate.
1: Chocolate. chocolate. Can you just keep? We saying have a joke. Like we
0: have a joke. I don't know if any of you guys like are like as rabid SpongeBob fans as my family is. Like, we like SpongeBob. Like we share. You know what I'm going to say? Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> we have that there's a there's like an old dried up lady worm who like loves chocolate so we always talk like that whenever I we say I think I'm an
1: old dried up lady You might worm. be
0: you're going to be you're going to be and you're going to walk around going where's my stri- where's my extra <laughs> red pudding <laughs>
1: One more please. One more
0: please. One more bread pudding over here. <laughs>
1: um Oh I just can't even <laughs> Okay.
0: I love it. I love it. All right, so tomorrow, Super Bowl Sunday, this is the thing. If you're gonna make your wings, Hansen has already told you, start today. Yeah, get, get on them your train out, get it going. If you're thinking like one of the things we normally do and I have historically done, which is so easy and I feel like a little bit lazy at this point, are the sheet pan nachos. You know what I mean? Like that's just so easy to do. Whoa, but they're so nothing good. wrong
1: with the sheet pan nacho. Sitting
0: in your couch and having an entire sheet tray in front of you and clearing that is just a win. Yeah, might, I might actually do that. But somebody sent me a note saying they'd finally made... This soup that I have on what to cook for when. And I literally looked at it and I'm like, ooh, maybe I'm going to make that
1: tomorrow. Okay, because I was thinking my beer cheese soup could easily be queso.
0: So this is, I know, and when you talked about your overindulging, I realized that I had titled this in 2021, Potato Soup, but make it beer cheese potato soup that's almost like sipping queso. Yeah, because it's that's not it that is.
1: different of a recipe. No.
0: And so I'm going to put that up. I did put it on the Facebook page. I'll throw it up on my stories again so that you guys can find it. But basically, this is like, I forgot how great this soup is. And it's basically just butter and onions, a little celery, a little base, you know, garlic. Mm-hmm. Throw a little chili powder. And then it's two and a half pounds of potatoes. You know, this is a big pot of mm-hmm. soup, by the way. Three cups of stock. I use a strong ale. You know, I like an EPA in this kind of thing to give it presence, but not, you know, to still get that bready feeling from the beer. Um, And then I use, and here's the thing, two and a half cups of shredded quesadilla cheese. And that to me is the difference that makes it, because I don't use like the yellow cheeses that tend to break and get weird. Quesadilla cheese is made to melt. It's like specifically great that way. And then a little bit of half and half. And honestly, this is this thing turns into, and I buy the block of cheese Uh so that you shred it yourself. Because you do know that if you buy bags of cheese, they do have an anticoagulant in there. So if you're looking for smooth and awesome and beautiful, the best way is to just not buy bags but to shred it yourself. Um, And then I throw a little pickled jalapenos, a little squeeze of lime, green onions on top, and it's so delicious. Yum. So I'm going to put that up. But I mean, that's a great option for if you're just sitting on your couch and you don't really want all of the things. You just want a little bit of the thing. I like it. Um, so, OK, some other. Let's talk about other things you're making. If you're not making wings, you're not going to make um, you're not going to make you've already you got your sheet pan nacho
1: tech. Have you seen the sheet pan super quesadillas? No. OK, you ready? Yeah. Sheet pan. Yeah. Put two quesadillas in the middle. Then
0: overlapping or next to each other.
1: Next to each other. OK. A little overlap. You're
0: talking tortilla shell. Tortilla, yeah. tortilla.
1: Then you're going to build around that a perfect rectangle. And some of these tortillas are going to be hanging off the side of the sheet pan. Oh, okay. okay. Then you're going to put your hamburger, your black beans, whatever you want inside your quesadilla in the middle. Okay. Then you're going to put two more quesadillas on the top.
0: And when you're saying this, you're saying tortillas. You mean tortilla shells. Yes. Quesadillas, thank you. Okay. Thank you. I just have to clarify because yep. i try to picture
1: it. Then you're folding... All of these Everything. sideways hanging over
0: into, tortillas into the center.
1: Into the center, and you've got your two that are filling the hole. Okay. Then you are going to either spray the bottom of a sheet pan or spray the tops of the tortillas with a like cooking spray. Okay. You have now put your hamburger in there. You've got your cheese. You got all your stuff in there, and it's all folded up like a giant envelope. Okay. And you press it down now. So you put cast iron or whatever on top of your second sheet pan and you put that all in the oven. Okay. And it browns on the top because you've got the sheet pan pan pressing down with the grease and you've got all the stuff in the middle getting all melty. You take it out of the oven, you take that sheet pan off and you have a full on like giant envelope quesadilla.
0: I mean, that's pretty
1: spectacular. It's great. And you can cut it into chunks or, excuse me, squares. Yeah. You could also do this with two pizza pans and make a round.
0: Yeah, I think. By the way, I th- what I have discovered, and you know that the like, quesadillas are like the like part of my life. Oh yes, I don't talk it's about them It's your favorite a lot, food, but it is one of my favorite, like cheeseburgers and quesadillas. Yep. I know the, I know, I know you guys. It's cheese. I know. But um, the thing that I learned was that after, when I started making them in my skillet with a little bit of oil in the bottom, it changed everything. It changed everything. I don't ever want to bake another quesadilla. I only want to fry them. I
1: sometimes use butter
0: well yeah i mean i guess whatever <laughs> you know what i mean i'm just you saying you need a wet there's vehicle. a fat and yeah. then you crisp up your tortillas and then everything gets melty and beautiful you flip it or you fold it and that's like i don't think i can go back to the ovens because i need to have that like fatty yummy crispy fried well situation. and
1: you can take like a little pastry brush, yeah too, and true. then you get some of that
0: um how about this is a weird one i didn't know what to say about this one sausage stuffed fried olives Kind of like taking an olive and putting some sausage in and around it and then making almost like a scotch egg out of it. It sounds good. Okay,
1: I know. But I was, like very putsy. I
0: also thought like, I don't know if I'm going to get that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If you, want, if you guys want to do it, I mean, go for it. Here's one I did see. Somebody temp- did a scotch egg, but a scotch deviled egg. This was interesting. They did their hard boiled eggs and then they battered the hard boiled egg and did like a tempura fry on them without the yolk in it. And then they then they made the yolk, the uh, deviled egg yolk, and then they piped it into the middle. So it was like the white had been tempura fried. You just had your creamy stuff on top. That sounded delicious to me. Yeah. You know? A lot of work, but of yes. Work. Again, but uh, I mean, a lot of work,
1: right? Um, How about chili? I mean, people just make chili and you have pumpkin as your secret ingredient.
0: Yes. And I haven't done that again because I feel like I came out of it. You know what I mean? I was in the love phase with it, and now I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I want my, my chili You know back. what
1: I sometimes just crave is what? a good old-fashioned potato skin like they had at TGI Fridays. Oh,
0: yeah. Just think, a
1: potato skin right? is a boat for all the deliciousness.
0: Do you ever just do, ch- like, dips and chips? Do you ever just, like, like for a game thing or sitting on the couch, do you ever just, like, have, like, potato chips with a dip? Yeah, Ever do that
1: i do I, don't I like know why. dip i make a uh, french onion dip okay so just you caramelize some onions you're gonna add a little mayo a little sour cream a little i always use plain full fat yogurt for everything
0: yes okay and, this one uh, yeah, yeah i love that this one i thought was really interesting when i looked through chili crisp glazed bacon bites and i didn't really know what to i know i'm like huh But when you read it, it's like meaty bites of slow-roasted slab bacon. So it's not like little Mm -hmm. thin pieces. So it's like almost like pork belly, really. Delicious. Tossed with chili crisp and then toasted with chunks of dried chilies, fresh ginger, garlic. Like, that was interesting to me, that thought. It's Mm -hmm. still a weird idea.
1: I think it could work, though. It could work. Also, like, how about this is if you're like deconstructed wing. So you're going to make like... A grilled chicken breast. You're going to put that on a salad of celery leaves and super julienne thinly sliced celery. And then you're going to have a hunks of blue cheese. Yeah. And you're going to put it all on a base of like a blue cheese drizzle on the bottom of your plate. Yeah. So, and then hit it with like some buffalo sauce. So if you want that whole like buffalo flavory thing, but you don't want the fried wing. And it's not... I guess it's healthier, and you're just going to have like a buffalo salad. Well,
0: and you can easily make buffalo or brussels sprouts with buffalo that's what that's mm-hmm. that's usually my vehicle if it's not going to be meat if i'm doing a meatless thing then if i do the brussels sprouts and you kind of have like you know and i don't go crazy and fry them like everybody else you just do no. a skillet you know what face I mean? down face down brown them out a little bacon in and there then you throw some blue cheese and mm-hmm. you throw some buffalo on it and it's like it satisfies that need if you don't want to go for like a wing
1: i will say too buffalo or excuse me brussels sprouts in the air fryer are great Yep. Another way to do it, it, again, you just have all this hot air that's crisping everything up. Yes. If that's your jam.
0: How about chili dogs? Um, you never make hot dogs. No. This is not. My husband here's the weirdest thing. ate like, hot
1: dogs five days yeah, a week know, for the I first did. 20 years of our lives. I, know.
0: I just don't think of a hot dog as as a, as a like a football game day thing. It feels baseball, Right. And then even then, I don't... She's... That's funny. Yeah. I don't even... Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't register to me, but there are people who do like, you know...
1: How about pizza... Uh, did you ever have, like, at school, you had pizza buns or... Pizza What rolls? are they called? No, they're not rolls. They were... Like pepperoni sticks? They were half... Italian dunkers? What? It, no. <laughs> those are good, though. What did they call them? They called them pizza... Pizza... Pizza pizza burger. Pizza burgers. Pizza
0: burgers. Remember
1: in high school for school lunch, you'd have pizza burgers. No. Oh, it was like okay, so you would take a half a bun and I would highly recommend an English muffin first. Okay. So you get it toasted first. Then you put your pizza y toppings, so sausage-y, marinara-e, pepperoni, whatever. Then you top it with your mats. And you put it under the toaster oven and you've got a Pizza Pizza Burger. Pizza
0: Burger. Yeah, it's okay. pretty good. All right. Well, there we go, you guys. We have lots of ideas for you. Ribs. If you get are at people it. doing pork shoulders P- or I think doing pulled ribs? pork is like a big thing. Yep. I think you I Pull think that's, pork sandwiches. That's probably if you go to Costco, those those pork shoulders that you can get there for thirty bucks and you get two whole pork shoulders, I bet those are gone. You know what I mean? Because you got to do those
1: today. Oh, I feel like you're doing it for tomorrow. Something I might need to get a Costco membership for. Oh my
0: god! Well, I'll just get it
1: for you if you want. Okay, we'll do that. You're gonna be like my. I'm gonna be your. Going to Costco. Here's what I need at Costco. I'm gonna be your pork mule. Is what I'm gonna be. (laughs) My dried up old lady sausage. Yes, I need my
0: sausage. I need my sausage. My my sausage. All right. People think we're insane. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. They're not wrong. We're, they're not wrong. We're going to come back and wrap it up for you. We're here at Max's. Come on in and say hi. We'll be right back. Yeah, I'm going to sign books till noon.
1: Oh, yeah, good. Yep, we'll come hear. on in. All right, we are back. Thanks to Lexi, our Just producer, who is back in studio. We are at Max's. We are going to be here until 11 o'clock when the show ends, and then I'm going to hang around for another hour, Woo! and I've got books with me. So if you're looking for a True North Cabin cookbook, You can come on by and I will get it signed for you so that you are ready for cabin season because, Stephanie, you know what's happening out there. Things are melting. And the Cardinals have started their songs.
0: Oh. And that is the the first sign.
1: Sure first sign of spring. When the you start seeing the cardinals, they're very. Well, they
0: stay around all winter. Yes,
1: but they change color. Yep. And right around this time, you start to notice them because they're super bright red. Yeah. That is attractive to the mate. Right. They're the men are the red ones. The yeah. women are the brown ones, and they start singing. So you'll hear the calling from tree to tree, and that is. I think
0: that's the. I think that might be the chickadee, though. I don't
1: know. It's not a chickadee. It's a jay that makes that sound.
0: Not my Jays. Oh my god. My Jays are like rrr, rrr. jerks.
1: <laughs> the Jays are not, jerks.
0: They like I'm sitting on the patio and they're like in the they're in the gutters eating the you know, the tree stumps that are growing there basically. And they fly right at me.
1: Oh yeah. They are they jerks. They get out,
0: they look at you and then they just go dive by me. You're like, ah
1: boom. Yeah. Um no, there is melting happening. Yeah. There is signs of life. We're gonna have two more snowstorms probably.
0: It, it is fall spring. It is full spring. Let's not re- forget. We will have more snow.
1: It's okay. Don't put your boots away, guys. Don't put the boots. Just away. Just put them. Ha- just have them handy. But just
0: get your spring coat out. I'm wearing a vest today. I
1: was vesting as well. Yeah, so vesting is amazing.
0: It's more about adding instead of taking away for now. So that's good. Um, lots of good stuff. Lots of news this week, actually, um, in the old uh, in the old Minneapolis-St. Paul. Just so you know, uh, did you hear that J. Selby's has been bought by the herbivorous
1: butcher kids? I did. Yeah. And I really have enjoyed J. Selby. I used to live right by it and yeah. it was fun. They're going to add their brunch back. Yeah. They're going to have uh, more table service versus just counter service.
0: I mean, such good things. I like it. Right? Um, I really enjoyed. Uh, I really think that they're pushing forward. I love that they always brought that plant-based eating to sort of a, a place that was kind of open. You know what I mean? Or like, they're just like, it wasn't like, they really brought into the popular, like putting a burger out there and Mm -hmm. doing like, Cauliflower wings and their
1: like their cauliflower wings. Uh, the, cauliflower wings were amazing. Yeah, so good. Also, across the street from there, that's not vegetarian, but two scoops ice cream shop.
0: Yeah, so has good.
1: really good ice cream yeah, across the I street. I think that's a
0: black owned business. It too, is. So that's she's just, super nice. Wonderful to support. We did hear that uh, that the common roots roots space is going to be taken over by a restaurant called Juniper. Okay. And it's going to be Michelle Courtright, who had Wow, fig and yeah. Farrow. She was the Fig and Farrow lady. Yep. And then Heather Klein, who is the chef at Root to Rise. If you've ever had her stuff at Farmer's Markets, it is outstanding. Her I op- have, actually. Yeah, I know you have. And I remember thinking, yes. like, who is this who lady is this making
1: this thing in this cone? You
0: guys, the cone thing is her Her plant-based food is what I want plant-based food to be. Me too. Which is a celebration of flavors, in and of themselves, not trying to fake out you to try to be something else so that your brain is forced to go, well, this isn't as good as. It just is its own flavor celebration. Thank you, Heather. And she and Michelle are opening this place, and here's what's important. It is going to be a THC-based beverage restaurant. So they are not going to have any alcohol. They're calling it a temperance bar, no alcohol whatsoever, but they're going to have cocktails or mocktails. Let's just call them cocktails. Or drinks, and they're going to be made with THC beverages. They'll have those. They'll have THC beverages to go with food, and they plan to do tinctures that you can add to your to your menu.
1: Okay, Stephanie. Yeah. Have you had THC beverage?
0: Well, I've had one or two. I had one at your house actually.
1: Oh, you did on Halloween. On Halloween, Halloween, yeah. Are you? I'm. uh, Yeah, no. I know. I'm still just. I'm on. I don't know. Well.
0: And I would say that this is what would be a wonderful. I love the fact that they're pushing this envelope in this space and in this way, because and actually I think I have a rant in one of the magazines either this month or next month, but um, about the fact that I don't. I'm not. A, I understand that the breweries were already doing seltzers, and so for that to go this innovation in beverages with THC, for them to incorporate it into the seltzer programs that they had already started, and I know that craft beer is having not the best year and so for them to do that it makes sense and I champion that I just have had a hard time because I feel like all I'm getting is mouth burn and not a lot of flavor and I don't drink I know I've said this you guys I know that I don't drink alcohol just to get buzzed so I'm not going to just get THC and suffer through bad vehicle just to get buzzed so I'm waiting for the teas and I'm waiting for the tinctures to go into other sorts of juices and things like that for me to really be able to appreciate it.
1: Okay. I am just waiting. I don't know what I'm waiting for. I don't know if I'm waiting to burn down my biases in my brain maybe, and all the things that my parents told me drugs were bad. Our
0: generation has a little harder time I think with some of it because of the conditioning and so and I you know luckily have had uh you know the kids in my family have really run the gamut from teetotaling to over imbibing to you know respect at all levels but really having had many discussions with them about what is it what is really the difference between an alcohol buzz and a THC buzz when you really get down to it do you have a societal issue with it or is it do you have what is the difference
1: I'm just afraid
0: uh that's That's it I don't It's a valid discussion. And it
1: doesn't even make sense, really. No. I just, it's a fear that I feel like, okay, I need to be with people that I like in a controlled environment. And then maybe I would, but it just hasn't happened yet. I have friends who... I I had a gummy once. Okay. And that was in that environment. And I like, remember, it was fun. It was really fun. But then the next day I was thirsty like the most thirsty I've ever been in my entire life. Like I was in the middle of the Sahara Desert and I couldn't get enough beverage. I
0: think the thing is you know how to be drunk and you know how to handle yourself. You just maybe not don't know how to be THC buzzed. Very good So you good don't know point. how to handle it and so that is what's causing your discomfort. Probably. Because you don't know how to handle when you get to into a And I can't
1: experience. imagine, and this is just me personally, like I'm all for everybody making money and taking advantage of these trends and I'm not judging you at all. I just can't imagine like me being in a brewery and having a THC beverage and then like what if i'm stoned i don't know well what if you're drunk that's right. my point. Like, I'm, but I know that I know it's about like, control. exactly how. I'm, yes. It's your own And control. I'm a control freak. You are. A control so let's freak, just go so. there. You'll just get there. But I have friends who now
0: prefer that completely over alcohol. And, yeah. they, they, and I know you don't get hung over the next day. Well, some and... people have different. Again, some people have different. OK. I would be remiss to say that it affects everybody the same. So I would say that watching my friends and, and watching them explore the different kinds and the different ways and figuring it out themselves. And now they're on their path. And I think that's something that everyone will have to do. Like because if you think about it Will you do it with me? A lot of people a lot of people <laughs> have afraid. have like a different reaction to a whiskey than they do to tequila. Sure. So I, I think that's a valid thing. I and I'm interested to see more restaurants as the laws get, you know, clink you know, clinched up and things get really understood and all the rest of it. We'll be interested to see how it permeates food and, and dining culture. Yes. That's interesting to me um uh what else should we talk about today about local stuff oh i wanted to let you know that there's a new burger shop opening in northeast do you know about this Mm-mm. it's called alt burger all love this burger i sent a note to them when i saw the sign on the wall and then i sent a note saying hey is this like plant-based or is this bur- meat-based and they said neither <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I guess so I guess just have it's, to experience it's it. Paper based? I don't know. Yes. It's like, you know corn. Corn based. I don't know, but there's it's it's Derek Moran of formerly of the Dakota. Remember him? Yeah. So it's him and Martina. Okay. So we'll see. I'm excited to learn more. So there's there's your tease out for the moment.
1: I'm gonna be here until noon today signing True North Cabin cookbooks. If you wanna come by and grab a book, I'll sign it for you. Thanks for everyone who stopped by to Max's. Here it is. ciao. Ciao. My